Welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. I am Jordan, joined here with Eric and Ed, like always. And uh, tonight we are doing part two of our Moon franchise, I guess you would call it. Uh, the ever-so-wonderful rip-off of Blade Runner, Mute, directed by Duncan Jones. So, Eric, do you agree with me? Is this a plain rip-off of Blade Runner? This is a part of the Duncan Jones-averse. Right, where it's a, in the world of Moon, uh, yeah, I guess there's definitely a cyberpunk feel, a lot of androids and uh, tech kind of floating around, um, the glow would suggest Blade Runner-esque, it really seemed like a lot of shots uh, were, were influenced by, uh, by that world, but uh, I don't know, Ed, what do you think? Excuse me. Well, you know, I mean, other than the uh, the the stripper robot strippers, um, you know, I mean, I wouldn't call it necessarily a ripoff of Blade Runner because I, well, personally, I actually made it through this movie as a first try and didn't fall asleep and didn't hate it. So I can't say it's a ripoff of Blade Runner because those are the three things that uh, would would imply Blade Runner to me. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I mean. I guess it depends on if those stripper androids dream of electric sheep. Oh! oh. oh there you go. Uh, yeah, got, the, yeah. got the reference. I'm usually the one with the bad puns, but I'm proud of you on that one, pal. Oh, thank that was you. A good one. That, was, that was really impressive. No, uh, so you just called it the Duncan Jones verse, and I kind of want to add something to that. And I think we're just going to establish it here for uh, for movie as podcast, so we're gonna do a hashtag, uh, hashtag DJ verse, because that's exactly what this is, right? Sure. Hashtag DJ verse, because he's gonna make part three. I went on his Twitter page because evidently he's promoting the shit out of this on his Twitter page. I went to it and let him know that we were reviewing his movie. It is so getting uh, a lot of bad reviews. A, a, a lot. I've read uh, a few of the forums and people just. Really hating on this movie. Oh yeah, thirteen percent. I don't understand that. I really don't. Well, oh, I, I can see it. I, I can see it too. But I, you know what? I had I had I have a few words to say for them. By God, by golly. Yeah, go fuck yourselves, you pretentious sons of bitches. Jeez. I wouldn't say that. I, I, well, sure, if you want. There, there are parts of the well, movie. Well, no, I mean, I'm not, am, I, am I trying to say that this is the greatest movie of all time? Absolutely not. But, like, at the same time, I mean, it's a Netflix sci-fi film set in a universe that we didn't realize it was set in unless we'd watched, it, or we or anybody, had, had seen Moon. Like, there's a, it's not a key player in the movie, but it's a, it's a key undertone, like, a couple of different times is, is Sam whatever the fuck. Uh, Sam Rockwell's character in in Moon is on he's he's on trial slash suing the real company or whatever that's behind the whole thing. Yeah, like, that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, suing, I mean, uh, yeah. Okay, uh, I mean, listen, suing, maybe suing, suing maybe Tyrell. Sure, Go ahead. maybe some people like where I grew where I live, and there's a lot of there's a large Amish community. So like this movie kind of sort of makes sense to me. Like they're living in a world. Beyond what their world is, it's 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 really hard to not 
interact with everyday life. And in that world, being Amish would be even harder to do. And and the guy just it, it's 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 fucking Jack Reacher if, if he were Amish and in the future. Yeah, you know I, I like that aspect of it, but uh, the bigger part of this was uh, the characters. A lot of people just didn't like or understand a lot of the characters. Ideally, uh, um, you would have something where everything really worked together, but people just didn't seem to, uh, to think that uh, Paul Rudd Cactus, uh, his character, and uh, um, who is this, uh, Thoreau, uh, Justin Thoreau's character, yeah. um, just didn't, that they were quite out of place, that they were Duck, is his name, so Cactus and Duck, uh, that they were just, uh, I, they, they didn't, they, yeah, you, well, I, I said it right there. They, they didn't really fit into it, or they just seemed really unnecessary, or they went to levels where it was just like extremes, like just big ups, and then kind of without any explanation. So there, there was a lot to it. I, I think people didn't like them. I mean, well, I, here's I, the thing. I, 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 wanna... you, I had a hard time personally with Duck, only because the dude's a fucking child molester. <laughs> that was hard. But, like, to say the characters are out of place, I mean, Paul Rudd doesn't play a good bad guy. Like, he's just too funny. But he played a really good white trash redneck, which is what that character was. I mean, the guy was a military guy that just fell in love with a stripper. <laughs> and, you know, as T-Pain can, can tell you, it's hard oh, yeah. to fall in love with a stripper. Yeah. So, well, you okay, know, he, he so... got a kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on now. Time out here. On that note, I'm going to 100% back Eric on this. Because the reason why that duck and cactus be all out of place is because those two are so good and they're not needed in this movie. It's like it's like Duncan Jones is like, I have an idea. I love Blade Runner because I'm pretentious for some reason and I have no reason to love Blade Runner, but I'm going to rip well, it he's off. Dave, he, he's David Bowie's kid. Of course he's pretentious. And then halfway through the movie, he goes, wait a minute, I'm stealing too much of Blade Runner, so I'm going to make these characters, Cactus Bill and Duck, come in and completely just change the tone of the movie in a way. I actually, I cannot believe I'm saying this, but Paul Rudd was my favorite part of the movie. I thought he did a good job for what he was given. I actually thoroughly enjoyed him in this. He's the best actor in the movie. I, uh, to, to be quite honest, with the the actors are, are, I have no complaints with. I thought all, all parts were, were well acted, and I thought the world was pretty cool. I liked it, too. But it was, I, the, it, it, not the characters themselves, Cactus and, and Duck, but their development, I did not like yeah. at all. Because we already had a clear point of who they were and what their origin was in a matter of, uh, of two scenes and some filler out of that because it built some mysterious background to it too. That there's there was this the um, a, a, a crisis, not necessarily a crisis, but there's a part of military going AWOL, right? Yeah. Like for mm -hmm. some reason, like there's just if they're I don't know if they're reported for active duty or if they needed for something else, but they just go AWOL and then they try to go off grid, which is what these characters are doing. So that's interesting. Why? You know, you want to know why. You're never going to get these answers, but why? No. These characters seem to be, like, they have a bond, obviously, and there's a brotherhood because of that, and, and you can safely assume it's because of these they of the, the shy comments they make to the military. They're like, oh, yeah. these two probably 
that. But then they also do comments where they're just like, are, are they gay? I don't know. But either way, it's still expressed in that part that they are close. So, that that should be it right there. Don't go any more into into the darkness because it's too extreme for these characters. We're introduced to them as as in a good in a good way where they're, they're bonding over some criminal shit as mafia surgeons. But at the end of the movie, we have these different ass fucking villainous characters where they do some weird shit. You, yeah. They don't they don't need they didn't need to go that far to be villainous. They didn't need to be that destructive to be the, you know, and that's what the complaint about this is what took away from the movie is because am I what am I supposed to be watching Skarsgård playing Leo or am I supposed to be watching these two guys fuck around doing some some surgery shit, you know? So and, and you know what it is? It's will, like it's the pacing. Was it's up. like it's like it's just like it's like uh, my my point real quick, Ed. I'll shut up. Uh, you actually hit it right, Eric. This movie is like a really bad version of Pulp Fiction. It's like, it tells different stories. Not really, but you know what I'm getting at. It tells different stories, and then they just, it just, it doesn't collide good. It's like, it's not in their characters to act like this. It's so frustrating. But, Ed, go ahead. What was the point? While I will, while I, yeah, while I will agree that, you know, maybe there's some different shit that they get into... The whole movie revolves around, in my opinion, is Paul Rudd's character, Cactus, trying to save his kid because he's got a he's got a love for his little daughter. Yeah. And when he finds out what his best friend is, his his thing about little like protecting little kids is now, or excuse me, protecting his daughter is now evolved into all little kids. Like if if I, you and I, if the three of us, or not, let's not even. Involved the three yeah. of us. Yeah. If some, one of us had, if one of us had a friend, our best friend that we found out was involved in something that was really fucked up. I'm not saying I wouldn't report them, but like at the same time, I would first go to them and be like, "You're fucking done doing that shit. That is not cool." So, my point to that is, you needed to like it. it Paul Rudd's the, the like the we we're we're used to movies that have a. Uh, an anti-hero, a resistant good guy. This movie, like Paul Rudd's the the the, the anti-bad guy. He doesn't mean to be a bad guy. He's just a guy that's he's a he's a a night owl. He's a bar hound. He's he likes to go to strip clubs and brothels, which ethically isn't the best thing to be in the world. I won't disagree, but some people are like that. And he has a kid. He loves his daughter. He finds out his daughter's going to be taken away, and he becomes more involved in in that you know and and i, I think he's his character's evolved he care his character goes from being a really bad guy to you feel empathetic towards him at the end a lot of people and i guess we i'll start to getting into spoilers a little bit but there was a part when when cactus paul Rudd's character really confronted justin thoreau and like pinned him up against the wall you guys know what i'm talking about where he was just like you're gonna stop this shit blah, 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 because you know fucking and really like gets into his shit to saying stop doing this kid shit, man. But then almost seamlessly in the same scene, was just like, okay, well, do you want to go get a beer? You know, and, and listen, like, I, I understand what he was, what Duncan Jones, I guess, was trying to do there. It, it's like, it's the companionship that they have built up is in now the denial of Cactus of Paul Rudd, where he's just like, hey, listen, you're my best friend, you're my, more of that, you're my brother, and whatever the hell it is, fuck you for doing all this, I don't want to admit this, but... 
you know, stop it. All right, now let's just kind of pretend like we're going back to normal here. But they could have done right. that just a, a bit more, a bit more, I guess, the transition could have been a little bit more cleaner rather than just being in the same scene where he throws him up against the wall, stop doing that to kids, and then throws down, takes a deep breath, and goes, okay, let's go get something to eat, you know? Yeah, yeah I mean, I guess well, I agree with that. I guess I could agree with that. That's a big complaint that, was, that I saw there, too. And just their relationship seemed to, to question a lot of people as a whole. I got what he was, what they were trying to go for. Like, I, I'm not saying that other people didn't, but, like, I, I, I'm pretty sure people saw what I, that we all saw, and it was just interpreted differently. So. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are all those are yeah those are very valid points. Um, if I may change it up just a second again, I do really really want to talk about the cinematography in the film and how I really do feel that this is a ripoff of Blade Runner. And if I may just for a second, you can honor something and do little hints or little Easter eggs if you want to honor something. Duncan Jones has claimed that he's honoring one of his favorite films of all time, Blade Runner. It's on his Twitter account. However, though. If you watch Blade Runner or Blade Runner 2049, and then you watch this movie right after, this is borderline theft. I mean, uh, to the da- down to the damn near screws in the buildings, this is theft. And just the music, the cinematography, the style, just everything screams Blade Runner. And he does it in a way that is not entertaining. He does it in a way that just... Guys, seriously, the reason why that I am on this rant about it is because instantly that's what turned me off in the movie. I did not, I was not invested when I realized in the first ten minutes, oh, this is this is a ripoff of Blade Runner. I'm not interested anymore. I mean, that's that is my interpretation of it. I don't care. You know what I mean? Sure. Because it's mm-hmm. just it's a, it's just complete theft. Now, Ed, I know what you're saying about how well this movie did the one thing that Blade Runner didn't which is it entertained me and I didn't fall asleep, blah, blah, blah. But Blade Runner is just a different kind of film. I mean, I can't sit through 2001 Space Odyssey, well, this but, I was... res- but I respect the fuck out of it. Well, well and, and here's, here's what I will say, not necessarily in defense of myself, but I can't necessarily argue in favor of or against what you're saying because I've never legitimately made it all the way through Blade Runner. So I can't even say without any kind of level of certainty whether or not it is a ripoff because I've I've only watched the series in pieces. Like I know the movie's two hours long, but it's taken me four attempts to watch it. This had this had sure. brighter lights in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that that probably is why I didn't fall asleep. It it helps. Probably it, where it's prettier to look at. It is. It's 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 not so yeah, yeah. it's not so art deco grimy. But Ed, I'm gonna save this part for you, buddy, because you were talking about before. Tell us how you feel about the robot strippers. <laughs> I, as somebody who may or may not in the past have frequented such establishments, I can say that from stories that I've heard from friends who do frequent those that that would be something that is an abomination to nature. Really? You, know, you didn't like they that tell, idea? They tell me. Now, I've, I've never been. But no, they, my, friends tell, my friends tell me that you go there for a certain reason. You know, like you go to an Apple store to buy an Apple product, right? You go to a grocery store to buy groceries. You don't go to a grocery store to buy an iPhone. 
So why would you go to such establishments to watch non-human, and maybe this 100 years from now will be considered bigoted, but why do we not, would, you would go to those establishments to see those things. Not robot, not robot titties. Like nobody wants to see robot titties. They're not real. Like okay, that is that's his rant. That, <laughs> <laughs> that is your rant. Okay, um, I was a com- I was just complaining the fact that they had little old nineteen eighties security cameras for heads. But hey, you know whatever. Yeah, you think they would have been better with with that? But whatever, man. He, different strokes. He obviously spent all his money on robot titties. He couldn't afford another nope. one. And in a, now, Eric, in, a 80, in a in a seventy five Rolls Royce. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fetch shame, man. If you know if you're into now, that Eric, sort of thing. That's the reason why it's I wanted bot, to ask Ed shaming. his opinion it's about shaming. it. Let's be clear. Be, because the reason why Eric, I wanted to ask Ed about this, and I want to get your two cents on it too. That's another reason why I think that this this movie is critically panned, and why I'm kind of bashing it on my end here, Eric, is because it is so unfocused. It's why is there a need to have if you want to have if you want to rip off Blade Runner, fine, whatever. If you want to have it in a strip club, fine, whatever. But hey guys, we're in the future, so there's going to be zomb- uh, zombie. So there's going to be robot uh strippers. Right? I mean like it's just so Oh no, I, back I to, get you. I you agree. know what I mean? There's a few there's, there's definitely a, a few parts of this movie that are, are I guess try hard or it reaches and I, I definitely agree to that. And it doesn't, you know, this, this it's, movie... It's unfocused. It hurts itself because of it. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot going on that tries to fit in. A lot of, a lot of technologies to really... You're just like, well, wait a second. If this exists, then why wouldn't... You know, if uh, if all this technology exists, you then is cutting them open with just knives still even a thing? Like, couldn't you... Yeah. You know, like it doesn't doesn't that you know doesn't your medical technology metal te- medical technology change as as well too? Does like is it just limited I mean, I, to the security in your buildings is in your cars? Is that all that it is? But I mean, I, all that shit is fueled by the moon. So I, I will I will agree to that point. Like it's one of those things that it him probably watch like knowing what he's gonna write and talking about how you have meals delivered to your house and phone number and shit like like that stuff like that one begats another right so so all of those things would and there are like there are sex bots now unfortunately that people build and sell for you know probably a substantial amount of money that you know maybe they that that's the next iteration is 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 stripper bots you know maybe but, but that, again though know, that's my point, though. It's just because it's unfocused. And it's, and it's, and it's really yeah, hoping that you that. understand what I'm saying. Jordan it's, wants it's, a stripper robot movie. <laughs> if you're going to do a stripper robot movie, then tell me about a stripper robot movie. I don't care what movie you make. Just tell me a focused, cohesive story. What would you tell call me it, ABC man? Plot. Stripped wires? Watch strippers? Oh! Yes! God, you're all, wow, you're all, you nailed it. You're all about totally the puns right now. Nailed. Oh my god, that just came to me. Strip wires and uh, and uh, the main girl literally does have a heart of gold, and she's trying to get out of it. <laughs> but during the day, instead of working in a welding a of, shop, a heart of iridium. <laughs> there you go. But during the day, instead of working at a welder shop like Flashdance, she works in the robot stripper factory, building more robots. 
Jeez, that, that seems like a, she, like she a needs, horrible she irony. Needs some new, she needs some extra lube. She needs some extra lube, so she needs to go get more motor oil. That, that's, that's, that's how it is. See, that's how, see, that's how this movie's ridiculous, fellas. It's that we're sitting here, we just came up with a plot that could probably be made in Hollywood right now. Because it's just that terrible. Well, good luck Let's to this guy uh, getting funding for the next one. He's he, the the last few movies that he's helped write and direct uh, have not done too well. So it was this one yeah. and uh, Warcraft. Well, his yes. dad's dead now. His dad's dead now, so they don't have to give him money. Jeez, I actually am a Bowie guy. So all right. So um, I love David Bowie. I love David Bowie. I'm just saying that like. That's like that's probably how he got money, and he did really good with Moon. Like Moon was a really good movie, and then somebody's like, "Okay, so that's really well done. Let's let's see what we can do." And like, wait a minute, you—that's what you gave us. Although yeah, I like this movie personally, I personally I like this movie. I'm just saying, like, I can see all your points. But no, but see, that's the thing, though. I think that's the argument is that how can you like this? I mean, the only thing it has referencing is a lawsuit going on with Moon, which to me is just an Easter egg shoehorn in there that doesn't make. There's no reason, guys. To have that moon reference in this, there really is no reason. Well, it, really, it gave it gave Easter eggs for uh, other things too. So, like the the entire time, you could tell that there that it was like their main. It's just a part of the world. He's just painting an environment that everything is being fueled by the moon. Everything is like the gas station, the the lunar fueling stations, yeah. or whatever. So, yeah. like uh, uh, that, this could reach a jeopardy because obviously now the. The uh, person who was on the moon is now having a lawsuit in the world, so this could be something I don't know. And this movie ends with a Amish person belie not believing in any sort of technology. N now is one with technology as it lives in his in his throat. Right, um, it lives in his throat. He now can talk. It's like it's it's so especially when on the bridge at we the end we didn't talk it's, about this guy leo the main character who, who's an amish guy who's mute the entire movie which is why it's called mute and you can't talk the entire movie because of, the, of that interesting premise where he, he was in an accident as a kid but uh instead of the doctors performing any sort of reconstructive surgery on him the amish people just said no just take him home and we'll pray for for him well and the doctors were just like well which is legit yeah that's legit bro just throwing that out there like they do that and then the doctors is like well if you don't do it now then we, you know he might never fucking talk him you know he's gonna have some shit and the amateur is like no nah, well don't worry our god's got this so and that that was the entire movie is it's, it's this guy is can't talk he's amish and he's in the future he's in a world where there's nothing but tech around him and you get those subtle little little pieces where he doesn't have a phone. He doesn't know how to work a phone. Or when a prop comes up, he doesn't know how to say anything to it. Or just like you had said, in the coffee shop, he had his back turned to the TV. You know, kind of a, a things, little nuances like that, which are, are fun details. I liked his story, and I, we didn't get enough of it. No, yeah, he's the main character. We don't even follow him. It's, yeah. I mean, I mean, yes, we do follow <laughs> no, him. We but fo yeah, we followed him we the whole follow movie. Him. We, we yeah, just but... hadn't talked about him during the review. Because that's to show you just how important his character really was, which is not important. Look, throw out the whole homage thing in the beginning. Throw out all of that. This is this guy who can't talk. Why can't he just be a normal guy who just gets thrown him, into an no, obscure bro, situation? Him, him being Amish, him being Amish is of the utmost import to the rest of the story. Like, he lives in a world where food is delivered when you text something, right? So, like, which is where we're going, let's be honest. Like, that kind of shit's going to happen. Something, yeah. something similar. 
<laughs> the three of us won't live to see it, but you know it's going to be there. McDonald's and... already delivers. <laughs> McDowell's delivers. No, McDonald's so, like, delivers. Does it? Does it not for you guys? Sorry to interrupt with this. I, I no, I thought you were making a coming to America joke. Just oh now. no, McDonald's over here <laughs> delivers now. Yeah, what? It's in Detroit. There's a there's a dude in town who started a company that's basically the Uber Eats of where I'm of where I live, yeah. and he's killing it. He's the only one that does it. Yeah, I'm sure. We don't. No, nobody drives for Uber here or Lyft or anything like that. So, yeah, but anyway, I, my point, my point, my point to him being him, him being Amish is this is why this is important is because like he's supposed to be this reserved. I don't want to call him backwards because he's not backwards. He's just himself in a world that doesn't belong to him. And he falls in love with a girl that he doesn't know is a prostitute or a, a stripper or whatever she is. He doesn't know that she is that. And he slowly, over the course of time, discovers who she is, discovers how he can find her, and all of this. And everybody's making fun of him. Nobody believes in him. All, her roommate, the, 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 the homosexual hooker, right? He doesn't, he doesn't believe in him. Like, he makes fun of him every time he sees him. And, and there's that, the, the only characters in, to me in this movie that are ancillary are the ones, like, the, the wannabe sort of gangsters, like the, the guy who tries to rape his girlfriend in, in the bar. And his friend, those two people, those are the only two characters that are ancillary. Like, and I, I, I empathized with with Leo the whole movie. Like, I sometimes, you know, the throughout the film, I'm like, would you, if you could just say what you wanted to say, your your world would be so much easier. But he can't do it. I empathized with him. He was just in love with a woman that he found out was something that is against who he is. And still tried to find her. Still tried to save her. And when he found finally found her he made the guy suffer the thing that he's been suffering from his whole life yeah that's beautiful so yeah we haven't really talked about him but that character that character does a complete 180 throughout the whole film yeah i mean there's some bullshit in the middle but like that was a well-developed character i i, I have no problems with with developing this guy none all right none whatsoever well, all right i mean i'm going to respectfully uh, you know, decline on that one, pal. But uh, no, yeah, um, I, I. That's I cannot, fine. That's what this show's uh, about. We want to talk about it. We want to disagree. We want to debate. That's why we have the show. You are an asshole, sir. You need to agree <laughs> with me. As some movie podcast, as some movie podcasts would say. Jeez. Well, Eric, do you have anything you want to say before we get into our final overall worth it review? I, I think I, I think I just done about said everything. Okay. Well, then, Eric. Is mute worth it or not worth it? You know, uh, when I go back through it, it's a it's it's a tough call because there are a lot of there are a lot of pluses and minuses. This movie is getting a lot of bad reviews, and I think it's because of what I mentioned before. But I like the world that it paints. I like the future that we have. I, I mean, for the most part, I like the the Leo character and what was going on there. There are pluses in this movie. It's definitely something to have on in the background. It's a Netflix movie, guys. So, like, you know, chill the fuck out. Is it uh, worth it? If you're if you're big into sci-fi and you liked Moon, I'd say yeah, sure, yeah, it, it's worth it. Uh, for the for the layman, for the casual, no, probably not. It's it gets kind of weird and and standalone-ish. Uh, maybe something around in the background, but. 
I, that, that is basically what it is. I'm on the fence on on saying if it's if it's worth it or not, and and that's just that's just kind of what it is. If you're, it, you know, you would already know if you're into this movie or not. Valid. All right, Ed, is Butte worth it or not worth it? So I'm gonna break the fourth wall here and let people know that legitimately, what we do for this show is we get drunk, we watch movie, we get into character, and then we talk about the movie as our characters right so but this episode this whole episode i'm i've been myself like i I watched this movie sober i didn't get drunk and watch it i'm sitting here sober talking about the movie i hey wait a minute do not agree (laughs) i'm sorry i'm fired no so i i don't i don't agree with any of the critiques or excuse me critiques that's maybe i am drunk (laughs) many of the any of the critics that are talking about how this movie's terrible. I, it's it, 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 they're, what they are are people who don't fucking watch movies, other than for the fact that that they want to put on a Google review. Like they're the people that that they waited five extra minutes at the restaurant and gave the waitress a, a, a penny tip when it when it was like it was her fault. That's <laughs> bullshit. This movie was really fucking good. I'm not saying it's the greatest movie ever, but like each individual character, with the exception with the exception of the lady who died, had a brilliant arc, in my opinion. I, I mean, overall, when you add everything together, is the movie as good as Moon, even though it's set in that world? No. But Leo had a great had a great development. Duck, you I mean, he was the same person, but he was even though he was a piece of shit, he was a terrible he was a terrible person. And he deserves to be burned in hell for all eternity for what he was. You know, he had a good storyline. And, and Cactus, like Cactus wasn't, he, you know, he, he wasn't a bad guy. He was just a guy that was into devious stuff. He was a short piece had a to daughter. get in over his head, you know? Right, that's it. That's, he got in over his head and he, he was devious, sure. But he loved his daughter. And his only goal was to protect his daughter from being taken from him. Now that ended up involving Leo, which ended up in you know creating the story for the movie, and I understand it. That's what drives film. That's what drives storytelling. Is this movie fucking The Godfather? No, but it was absolutely worth it to me. I thoroughly enjoyed watching every second of this movie, and I even in our in our Facebook Messenger uh, group that we have between the three of us, I told you guys that this movie was really good the moment it ended. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I thoroughly enjoyed every second of this movie. Not from a critic's point of view, but from a pure film enjoyment. Like, I enjoyed it. I loved watching it. Okay. So, yeah, it's worth it. So, um, so I think the problem here is Duncan Jones. I don't think that he knows. I, I think that he does not know what he's doing yet. Uh, he clearly loves sci-fi films, and he clearly is ripping off of classics like Alien and Blade Runner, but he, he, he has not found his voice yet, and I don't think he ever will find his voice. Uh, he is the problem of this movie. I thought the acting was, was, was fairly decent. Uh, I thought the cinematography was really great. Thank you for bringing me back to Blade Runner. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. However, though, I think the issue is Duncan Jones. He's only a director because of who his daddy is. I mean, I'm just calling it out the way I believe it is. And, and, he's, and he's not doing anything great to the material. Great sci-fi movies, great sci-fi movies, 
take something that you know and they build upon what you know already. Like Alien, like Blade Runner, they take something that you know and they do something different with it. And he's just remaking something that I've already seen before a thousand times. And it turned me off. So I do not think that this movie is worth it at all. And Eric made a statement that, oh, this is a Netflix production. The reason why I'm going uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to disagree with that comment is Netflix has given us a lot of great content. They've given us House of Cards. They've given us Stranger Things. They've given us all these Marvel shows. They know how to make good stuff. So just because it's Netflix, I don't have you know a biased opinion on it. I just wish that they you know would turn around and give us something good. Yeah, Netflix made bad stuff too. They have, they have. I have not seen Cloverfield Paradox yet, but I want to see that. So, okay, but so anyways, the overall, go ahead. Finish your yeah. finish your review, and I want to rebut no. afterwards. No, that's it. Go ahead. <clears throat> okay, so. To, I just want to disagree with you about Duncan Jones, and here's why. So I'm not I – mean, he's not Francis Ford Coppola. He's not – you know, I mean, I'm not saying he's Steven Spielberg. This dude's given us four movies, four, and we've reviewed three of them, Moon, Source Code, Warcraft, and, Moon, and we, Mute. We did not review those are the, Those are the four movies that this guy has done, Right. And we've reviewed three. We've reviewed three out of the four. I watched Source Code. I fucking loved Source Code. Again, it's not the best movie ever. And I'm like I said, is he great? No. But when you say he's never going to find his voice, he's giving us he's given us four movies, three of which we've we've reviewed, and three of and, and three of which, or excuse me, two half of which I or the other three we haven't reviewed Source Code. I thoroughly enjoyed. Thoroughly. Well, so I can't. You I said can't. That, <laughs> what? Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. No. Well, because you made that observation. Congratulations, Duncan Jones. If you're listening to this episode, you have gotten the Movie Guys podcast golden microphone. You Yay! are a triple threat. Movies. There you go. <laughs> but golden I, I microphone I, for Duncan Jones. I didn't see Warcraft, uh, and I wasn't on the review for Warcraft, but from my remembering of our review after listening to it on uh, Podbean, uh, you know, Eric, you, were, you weren't necessarily disappointed in the film in its entirety. You were disappointed from the perspective of somebody who's played Warcraft, right? You know what? Like, and the, it wasn't the story the, of Warcraft. The weird thing is, is that this movie, Mute, and Warcraft both have the same kind of complaint for me, is that I enjoyed the world... That that is is that I'm looking at. It, it looks good. It looks colorful. It like I mean I that's what I want to see in in a, in a world that's on screen. It looks presentable. You know, kind of fantasy, and, and I really mm-hmm. liked it. Mm-hmm. The only part I think that I've had for both parts, uh, I'm sorry, for both movies, is that the characters oftentimes are jumping too high, or or they're they're doing something out of character that's unrelatable to to their development that's that's basically it sometimes the story will will take a big curve so that's what it is it's it's not in the production of the movie it looks great it's unfortunate to say because i know that he, he writes most of them uh, mm-hmm. uh or has a hand in in doing something like that but it's just been the 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 character's turn that's really what my complaint has been for the most part and, of these and, movies 
and maybe that will be his calling card. Like the reason I specifically hate Chris Nolan, even though his films are widely reviewed and loved, revered and loved, excuse me. I hate that fact that he forces characters. He forces character development and he forces storylines. So maybe that will be his thing for you. Like maybe his character is jumping from A to Q and then back to B is going to be his thing. And like, I can respect that. I understand your complaint about it. Well, we'll see how so it goes. I can't necessarily if he, disagree. If you yeah. wanted to make it a lot like Blade Runner, he could, he could have made it to where instead of forcing the two stories between Leo and Cactus going tandem with all that shit, he could have made the world, the environment to be its own character, much like it does in Blade Runner. That's a valid point, which he didn't do in this in this yeah. in this movie. He took times for his well, pan shots and and some some tech shots and stuff like that too. But there there are parts where in, in like Blade Runner where the environment is very very interactive and it plays around that where it, it introduces the glide in and the world that you know the setting that you're in. So um, there are a few parts like that, but I might be reaching just as much as the characters in the movie are. So. Jeez. All right, well, Eric, I'll, I'll let you close the show out, brother. I mean, I'll give you that one. I mean, I can't disagree with you. Well, we hope you guys are not reaching on this point. Keep, keep on reaching for the stars and downloading us. I don't know why I said that, but go with it. Sure. Uh, keep, on to, keep on the downloads for Movie Guys Podcast. Everybody, we really do appreciate every single download, and we're just not saying that just to say it. We really do. I mean, just to kind of give my little two cents on it, I would watch these movies anyway because I like watching movies. I would talk movies with these guys anyway because we like to talk about movies. But we do the show for you guys, and every download we get is really appreciated. So thank you. And um, we are going to be back next week for another awesome episode, but make sure to check us out at movieguyspodcast.com, on movieguyspodcast.podbean.com, on Twitter, at movieguyspod, Facebook, movieguyspodcast, and also on iTunes, search for Movie Guys Podcast. You will find our show. You will find For Your Distraction, Underground Hot Pot, Hey, I Like the Game, and Podcast, a part of our Be Real network on the movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Eric and Ed, thank you so much for joining me. And we'll be back next week for an awesome episode, a special episode next week. So we'll talk to everybody then. Have a good night. <laughs>